I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all, thanks for listening in again. Um, Just wanted to talk this week about the book of Jonah. That is one of the books that I have finished this past week. And it just made me think about some things um, in our relationships with people. And oftentimes when there are people that are just either really wicked or people that have been unkind to us and we can get a hard heart towards them. And a lot of times, as shameful as this is, we might root for... um, their failure and things and we might be like you know you're gonna get what's coming to you um or you know I hope you fall flat in your face or God's gonna judge you and I don't care like just really unloving and Jonah had that same attitude I think most of us are familiar with that story God called him to go and um preach unto the Ninevites and you know they were wicked and he was supposed to go there and basically tell him like, hey, you need to repent and turn from your ways or God's judgment is going to come upon you. And Jonah did not want to do that. And uh, it seemed like the Ninevites were an enemy of the Israelites. And so he probably had kind of, you know, good reason not to like them um, because they were like literally, <laughs> you know, the Jews enemy. Um, but uh, we know part of that story is that Jonah's like, yeah, no thanks. I'm not doing that. I hate those guys and ran away from the Lord. And then, you know, um, got ate up by that whale. And after he learned his lesson and, you know, uh, cried out to God and finally obeyed. Um, and I'm going to read those verses where he did finally go obey. That's uh, chapter three, verses two through ten. And it says, Arise, go into Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. Obviously, that's the Lord talking to Jonah. So Jonah arose and went into Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put in sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne. And he laid his robe from him, and he covered him with sackcloth and satin ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth cloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God repented of the evil that he said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. So that's a really encouraging passage right there because we see that when Jonah did obey God, that you know, the whole town and leaders turned and repented and gotten right from the Lord and it turned away God's wrath towards them and God showed his mercy. And that's that's really encouraging, right? So the first point here is that God longs for everyone to come to repentance and will be merciful when we do. In Second Peter 3, 9, it says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us word, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. 
And again, that's encouraging because um, God is just long suffering. He suffers long (laughs) for a long time waiting for us um, to come and get right with him. And he, he longs for that. And then first Timothy two, four through six, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. So you see God's heart and how that he wants man to be reconciled with him and he provides the way and he wants to show mercy um, and that we just have to humble ourselves and, and repent and come to the Lord with that. So the second point is that, and this is a pretty obvious one, uh, we can be hardened against other people, especially those that are lost or not walking right with God because of our personal feelings. A lot of times, I don't know about you, but my personal feelings can get in the way of a lot of things. And what I'm supposed to be saying to somebody and what I'm not supposed to be saying and all these things. And, um, you know, and maybe if you love somebody too much or you want their approval, maybe you won't say the things that God wants you to say to them because you don't want to hurt their feelings or whatever. Or if somebody is unkind to you or maybe you just don't vibe with them or whatever, you don't really want to say too much to them. You want to avoid them. Um, but we can't let our feelings dictate what God calls us to do and what the word of God calls us to do. And Jonah, obviously was so much in his feelings about his, you know, personal preferences and, um, probably his hatred, I would say that he would rather travel way out of the way. And honestly, Jonah didn't really have like a great attitude afterwards either. I mean, he's kind of probably more mad because, um, if you read in, Chapter 4, verses 1 through 4 says, But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was very angry. And he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarshish, for I knew that thou art a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repentest thee of the evil. Therefore now, O Lord, take, I beseech thee, my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. So he was so angry that they turned and got right with the Lord he just wanted God's wrath on on his enemies right and so it tore him up to see that they repented and that God was merciful I mean the fact that he was like it almost sounded like he was complimenting the Lord for a minute you know like um you're gracious and merciful and slow to anger and of great kindness that he was praising the Lord but really he was really ill about it and with us we obviously want all those attributes of God um, in our favor. We want God to be merciful to us and long-suffering and slow to anger and all these things because we know that we deserve much more and and we really just need God's leniency on these things and forgiveness and whatever. But man, we don't want our enemies to have it. We're like, just burn. We don't care. And Jonah was definitely there. I mean, so much to the point where he's like, just kill me. I'd rather die than to see them live another day. And especially like, have you showed them mercy? Um, so I think it's good again, as always to stop and examine our heart and say, like, we can see it in others. We can see like, Jonah, that's not right. You shouldn't be acting like that. (laughs) God is so kind. He showed you kindness and forgiveness. Like, wouldn't you want that for somebody else? But then if we look in our life, is there anybody in our life or, you know, group of people or whatever, where our heart is hardened against them that we don't want God's kindness and goodness to them? 
we want to see them pay for something. So usually we are very vengeful people. I'm not saying that like there hasn't been horrible things that might have happened to you, you know, wicked things. And God does, you know, he is just and will work everything out for our good if we trust and follow him. But we need to leave all that judgment when it comes to condemnation and the wrath of God and these things uh, to God. And we just need to be obedient what he's called us to do, no matter what our personal feelings are and our preferences. And then the third point I wanted to say is that God calls us, obviously, to help others get right with the Lord, regardless of our personal feelings. So the last point was about uh, how our hearts can be hardened because of our personal feelings. And this is God calls us to help others get right with the Lord, regardless of our personal feelings. So both have to do with our personal feelings. I mean, we're very like motivated by our feelings, which, you know, sometimes that can be good. But if you just revolve things around your feelings, there's going to be a lot of things that you are not wanting to do that the Lord is calling you to do because of how you feel. So you have to check yourself with what the word of God is saying and um, what he's calling you to do. And so pray for a soft heart towards your enemies and then also pray that God empowers you and strengthens you uh, to be used of him to help others get right with him even if they're your enemies second Timothy 2 24 through 26 and the servant of the Lord must not strive but be gentle unto all men apt to teach patient and meekness instructing those that oppose themselves if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. So if you have Christ in you and he's your savior, you are the servant of the Lord, right? So we're called to teach and be gentle to all men that they will repent and get right and that they'll recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. I mean, that's pretty plain to me, right? You know, like how we're supposed to be to others, no matter what kind of rap sheet they have against us, um, that we need to still do what God calls us to do, no matter our feelings. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen through 20. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. So we're called to teach all nations, no matter if they're our enemy or our ally, it doesn't matter. They are a human being that God created and that God wants each person, each human to be right with him. So he sent us as his messengers to go preach that message, to go tell others like, hey, God wants you to be right with him. Like, this is the way that you can do it. I'm here to deliver this message, this good news to you and how to do that so the fourth point and the last point i wanted to say is that we need to keep our pride in check and remember other humans that god created are not our enemies this is kind of all the same point really <laughs> um so ephesians 6 11 through 12 put in the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So if you can kind of keep that in mind that if somebody's acting real messed up to you um, or you just don't vibe with somebody, they give you nasty looks or whatever the issue is that you have with this person or this group of people, you just think like, actually, can I zoom out here in this picture and can I see that it's not actually the humans that I'm supposed to be fighting with. 
there's actually a spiritual war that's going on. And so I need to put on my armor. I need to be in the word of God. I need to be talking to the Lord. And the whole armor of God's listed in Ephesians 6 if you want to go and look at it. And I need to be prepared for this battle. And so I think when we really zoom out and kind of see the big picture and see that it's a spiritual warfare and see that our fight is not against flesh and blood, then maybe we won't take things so personal, even if that person means it to be personal, because they're probably not very aware of the spiritual warfare that's going on and that the fact that Satan's probably using them as his tool in a lot of, of those ways. But it's our job with the Spirit of God in us to see things for what they are. And to not harden our hearts and take things personal and then get things off track of what it really is. Which is a battle between the Lord and Satan. The Lord and his people and Satan and, and his demons. And Satan's going to take everybody down that he can. He's going to keep lost people blind. He's going to try to keep Christians from growing for really being fruitful. And then he's going to distract us with all the stupid crap <laughs> that we're fighting amongst each other about. And we're busy bickering and fighting that you don't really see, you know, the demonic things that are going on. And I don't want to be in the way of what God is trying to do in somebody's life because I've got some personal feelings about something. And I don't want to be used of the enemy. You know, I'm on God's side. Like, I choose him. And that's that's who I want to fight for. So I don't want, you know, again, my own agenda. And I need to, because God does care about us. And so he cares about the things that go in our lives and when people really do wrong us. And we can take that to God, but we can trust God with that and leave it there. And in the meantime, still obey God as to what we're supposed to be doing. And so I encourage y'all, because I mean, sometimes also you might not have like a personal thing against somebody, but maybe just this vague feeling of like, I'm so tired of this crap in our country <laughs> you know of all this crazy stuff going on and they're ruining our our country and they're doing this and they they whoever they are right and then our heart gets hard against whoever they are and then we just don't even want to talk to them we don't even want to look at them just like you're messing everything up and you just think this and this and this and and there's some really wicked people out there doing some really wicked things so it's very easy to want to write people off in groups or in you know whole states or cities or whatever just like you know what I'm not dealing with this I'm gonna be living in my little homestead and you know just doing whatever I need to do over here and I'm not dealing with you people but God called us to go and tell his message to everybody to whoever they are um, and to keep our heart hearts soft so let him guide you let your heart be super pliable and moldable so that you can be used by God and not of Satan. So the last verse that I wanted to read is 1 Corinthians nine nineteen. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all that I might gain the more. And that's Paul talking. And I think obviously that's a really good verse to kind of hold on to as well. Is that even though I am not bound by anybody, I don't have to do what anybody necessarily tells me to do. Um, even though I know it would be pleasing to the Lord to obey my authority and whatever. Um, but I need to make myself a servant to all, even my enemies in the, in the way of winning them to the Lord, not like doing everything that they tell me to do, but to be able to have a soft heart towards them 
and to serve them in love by telling them the truth of God. And so when I say like, you know, we don't need to be striving against our enemies and we need to have a soft heart towards them and all this, I don't mean that we just now talk about uh, just all the nice, sweet things of whatever we can think of uh, that makes them feel good. But what did Jonah do that was the most loving thing even though he didn't want to do it and something that God called him to do, he went and he warned them. He said, Hey, like if you don't repent, the wrath of God is coming. And so he told them some hard truths for their good. And what happened? They repented. And so that was really the act of love there. And so when we open our mouth, it doesn't necessarily mean it needs to just be like peace, love and rock and roll. Everybody. It's like, Hey, I love you enough. I'm soft hearted enough towards you uh, to make sure I take time out of my day to be intentional and tell you the things that God told me to tell you so that I'm obedient to God and that I can actually love um, each other like God told me to also. So just really being obedient. Okay. Um, I want to encourage you guys to listen to it's another episode in the postscript show. It's episode 168. This is probably I think I have two favorite ones and one of them I have already linked to before it's with Kenny Morgan and the postscript show and it's like something with intimacy with God quiet time quiet time with God I can't remember and this one which is episode 168 soul winning and just ask and that's with Brian Clark and Brandon Briscoe and it is such an inspiring and encouraging episode to really help motivate you um, to go tell others about Jesus and I know we kind of hear this message especially if you're, you know, in church all the time, like go and tell others about Jesus. (laughs) And you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. I've heard it all different ways. But I think just the way that um, Brian Clark really breaks it down and explains it was really, really inspirational, inspiring um, for me. So if it was for me, I think it would be for you too. So I'll link to that. Um, And then also, if there is just a resource that you're wanting to get, it's a really small book. And I might have, I think I've talked about this and linked it before, but it's probably a while ago. Uh, It's called Honest Evangelism by Rico Tice. And I'll also link that book. Um, Obviously, I don't get paid for nothing because this is not like a big podcast or anything. But if I have resources that I enjoy that I think um, could be helpful to you, then I'm just going to share it. Uh, So I'll link those. And then also kind of have a big announcement I am <laughs> um, actually going to be taking a break uh, from the podcast in the way of just doing the testimonies for now. Right now, I'm taking a homiletics class, and I just really want to make sure that I, when I'm talking about the Lord and I'm teaching, I'm kind of like using air quotes here, um, about God's Word, that I am being very careful and just doing it the way that would be pleasing to the Lord because his word is so important. (laughs) I don't want to be like willy nilly with it. And I don't really feel like I'm willy nilly with it, but I just think that I have a lot more learning to do with that. So this class I'm taking, it's through December. Um, So I will probably, maybe, I'm not saying anything for sure. Um, start posting new episodes with me just doing the talking maybe in January of 2024 
And in the meantime, between now and December, I'll keep posting testimonies. Those will probably, I'm going to try to get at least two a month. So we'll kind of see how that goes. I'm not probably going to be able to do it unlike, you know, every other week or some kind of schedule because I have to uh, line up my schedule and the person's schedule and then get them over to my house and do the recordings is kind of like more of a complicated thing. Um, so, but I'm going to try to do two a month and then uh, that will just be what's going to be published and posted between now through December. So what y'all can do if you have social media is just keep up with the podcast on Instagram and it's the handle is walk with Jesus podcast and I'll post updates there so that um, I'll also put the little announcement graphic there um, about this being put in hold uh, except the testimonies through December and then if there's anything that changes between now and then I'll post it on the Instagram page as well so as always if y'all have any questions prayer requests or need a physical bible feel free to dm me on Instagram at walk with Jesus podcast or email me at walk with Jesus podcast at gmail.com and I'll talk to y'all later (laughs) 